I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to Talk 1370's Ask the Experts, the show all about your health, your life, your home, and so much more with our rotating cast of experts. You can catch up on past episodes online at talk1370.com slash experts. And if you have a question you'd like to ask any of our experts, don't forget you can email us, asktheexperts at talk1370.com. You can also catch up with those past episodes on the radio.com app available in your iOS or Android app store. Joining us today from MedicareSupplementCenter.com, we've got Aaron Holmes with us, new to Ask the Experts. Aaron, welcome to Ask the Experts. Yeah, thank you for having me on your show. Tell us a little bit about yourself and about MedicareSupplementCenter.com. So I've been selling insurance for 20 years now, and of, of those 14 years, I've been selling Medicare supplements. So exclusively, the only thing I sell are, are Medicare supplements. And Medicare supplements are products that go along with original Medicare. I guess it was about, like I said, maybe 14 years ago, I just I moved from selling life and health to Medicare supplement coverage. Talk a little bit about, I'm sure anyone who's listened to the radio or seen on TV, there's a lot of advertising going on for Medicare, Medicare supplements. Why is that going on this time of year? If you're 65 and over, I'm sure your your mailbox is getting bombarded. Your com- The commercials you're seeing on TV are just full of health insurance advertising that's directing directed towards you. The open enrollment period, like every year, is starts on October 15th and it ends on December 7th. So this period is the option. Seniors have the option to change their prescription drug coverage, to pick up a plan for the first time or drop their plan or switch their plan. And during that same period, October 15th through December 7th, if you're on a Medicare Advantage plan, it's the chance to change your Medicare Advantage plan, drop it or pick it up for the first time. So this short window is the time to make changes, especially for Medicare Advantage plans and for prescription drug coverage. So, you know, obviously the insurance companies are going to invest a lot of money in advertising because of this particular time of the year. Talk about some of the changes that are being made to Medicare for 2020. There's a few subtle changes, and those include the Medicare Part B premium. You know, every year you you see it go up a couple of dollars. This year it was $185, and then next year it's being projected to hit $197. So it's gone up a little bit each year. Last year, it only went up $2, and hopefully, maybe it'll just go up $2, but the projection that I've heard is 197 from 185 to 197 Medicare Part B premiums for people, unless you're in a high-income tax bracket, have been 135 It's being projected to go up about $10, so you're probably looking around 100, 145 for this, this next year. If seniors, if you've used the, the Medicare website and the Medicare Plan Finder tool that's on their website... I think some people use it every year. There's been a change on it. The same company, from what I've heard, the same company has been has been contracted out to do that website and all the all the searches you can do on it. And a new company has it. So I saw this year when I went in to try to look at prescription drug coverage, you know, the whole format is different. So you'll you'll find some changes there. And there's some changes uh, in prescription drug coverage. One of the 
exciting things about it is back in 2006, when Part D came out, there was a donut hole in the prescription drug coverage where once you got to a certain level, there was no coverage. And slowly that coverage has been filled in. So now it's in the donut, quote unquote, donut hole. You have 75% coverage instead of nothing, which is what it originally started out with. So those are some of the big changes in Medicare. Let's back up for our audience that may not be familiar. Obviously, Medicare is aimed at seniors. Who exactly yeah. is eligible for Medicare? Yeah. Well, primarily, you're right. It's 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 aimed at seniors. <clears throat> the no, there's two other groups that can be eligible for Medicare, and one are people on disability. So if if you're disabled, you can get your health care coverage through through Medicare Part A and B. And then another group uh, that's given special consideration are, are people on uh, that have end stage renal disease that are having kidney kidney function problems. So those are the, those are the three primary groups that, that are eligible for Medicare. For seniors, obviously you sign up when you turn 65. What if you didn't sign up? If you didn't sign up when you were 65, let's hypothetically, maybe you're, let's say you're 69 and, and you didn't sign up for Medicare Part B when you turn 65. If you have creditable coverage through your employer and you were thinking about retiring at the end of this year, what you would need to do, there's a couple of forms that you would get from Social Security. You'd get those forms filled out by your employer, and you'd submit those to Medicare. So let's say uh, you wanted your Medicare Part B to start on January 1st. You'd submit the paperwork that you wanted your Medicare Part B to start January 1st. And that paperwork from your employer authenticates that you've had creditable coverage, and that prevents you from being penalized because you didn't start it when you turned 65. And it basically allows you to start it when you want it. Otherwise, the only time you can start it during the year is, is July 1st. So I help people all the time that have been employed, they're, you know, 69, 71, 75, and they're, for the first time, they're getting their Medicare Part B. And again, you just need to get a couple of forms, Social Security forms filled out and submit those to Social Security, and they, and they'll, that way you avoid the penalty. You mentioned there Medicare Part B. We talked about Part D earlier. What are the different parts of Medicare? Kind of fill in for our audience that may not be familiar. Maybe it's a a younger person with a older with a elderly loved one that they're starting to need to get involved in those decisions for. What are the different parts of Medicare? And just kind of lay yeah. that out as a foundation for our audience. Medicare Part A primarily is. I look at it as, as hospitalization. So it's the facility charge. It's, you know, the charges related to the facility at, at a hospital for inpatient. And it also includes skilled nursing and hospice. That's the broad Medicare Part A. Medicare Part B is really anything that's um, it's outpatient, you know, whether it's a doctor's office visit, lab work, x-rays, you know, chemotherapy is done outpatient, you know, a lot of outpatient surgeries, those all fall, fall under Medicare Part B. What's surprising is that like the surgeon's fees, that's his private practice. It's not a facility charge at a hospital. The anesthesiologist, all that falls under falls under Medicare Part B. Medicare Part C is is a term you don't hear very much because Medicare Advantage plans that are that you're seeing advertised, those fall under the Medicare Part C window or umbrella. Uh, Medicare Advantage plans are are fall under Medicare Part C. So in a Medicare Advantage plan, it's basically when you agree to have your health care coverage contracted out. That's how I've always heard it explained. So if you have your health care coverage contracted out, you're agreeing to turn your Medicare, your health insurance over to uh, an HMO or a PPO, Medicare Advantage plan, and Medicare is going to pay them to be your provider. So you put away your Medicare card and now you use that Medicare Advantage plan card. So that's your Medicare Part C. And then you're Finally, you have your Part D, which is 
uh, prescription drug coverage, and it's and those can it can be a standalone Part D plan, and also some Medicare Advantage plans have prescription drug coverage built into them. So it's kind of an all-in-one plan. We're visiting with Aaron Holmes from the Medicare Supplement Center. You can visit him online, MedicareSupplementCenter.com. Also give him a call, 888-876-8798. He's been dealing with and specializing in Medicare supplement coverage for more than 15 years, and he's ready to help walk you through your particular scenario and your needs when it comes to all things Medicare. Again, 888-876-8798, or log on to MedicareSupplementCenter.com. Aaron, if I'm traveling abroad and I'm out of the country, does Medicare cover me? No, it does not. If you have a Medicare supplement or a Medicare Advantage plan, I know most of the Medicare supplements will cover you if you're out of the country for emergency care. And the way they're designed is it's the first 60 days you're outside of the country. So if you're on day 61, well, then the Medicare supplement isn't going to help. And for what I've, I'm not as familiar with Medicare Advantage plans since I don't sell those, but that's, I understand Medicare Advantage plans work in a very similar fashion. If you're going to be out of the country beyond that, then I would recommend you you buy a personal travel policy of some kind, out-of-the-country foreign travel policy. But, yeah, you just need to be aware Medicare is not going to cover you once you go outside the United States. But uh, usually your Medicare supplement and your Medicare Advantage plan, if you're on one, they will. We've talked about Medicare supplements. Briefly explain kind of how those work and the different uh, gaps, if you will, that they help to fill in standard Medicare coverage. You know, hospitalization, if, if you're hospitalized uh, inpatient, there's a $1,300 Medicare deductible and a Medicare Part A deductible. And most of the supplements uh, would pick up that deductible. Like a, most people, if, if you have a supplement, you probably have either a Plan F or a Plan G. And I, I know that just from statistics. That's most, most of the Medicare supplements that are, are owned out, out in the marketplace are, are a Plan F or a Plan G. And they cover that hospitalization deductible. Under the Medicare Part B, it it has a deductible of $185. And then after that, Medicare pays 80%. All the supplements are going to cover the 20%. And, you know, Medicare pays 80% of the first $5 or the first half million dollars. It's only paying 80%. And then the supplements will pick up the balance. They also, most of the supplements like an F and a G will pick up any excess charges as well. But the main thing just to understand about Medicare supplements is that they were actually designed by the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services. So what they did was they standardized Medicare supplements so agents couldn't come in their homes and, and confuse them. Because originally when Medicare came out, insurance companies, they all came up with their own version of what a Medicare supplement looked like. They realized that that was confusing to seniors, and so they just standardized them, which makes it great because if someone quotes you a Plan G, if someone else quotes you a Plan G, it's, it works exactly the same. So Apples to apples comparison. Exactly. So there's no, there's no real confusion. And if you're comparing an F and a G, well, then you can specify what the difference is and is it worth it. We're visiting with Aaron Holmes, Medicare Supplement Center. Visit them online at MedicareSupplementCenter.com. You can give him a call as well, 888-876-8798. He's got more than 15 years specializing in Medicare supplement coverage. So whether you're first time enrolling in Medicare or you just need to review your coverage, it's definitely a good idea this time of year during the Medicare open enrollment period to take a look at your coverage and make sure that everything that you have 
covers what you need. Aaron and his team are ready to help you. Again, 888-876-8798 or log on to MedicareSupplementCenter.com. Time for a break here on Ask the Experts. When we come back, we'll talk a whole lot more Medicare on Ask the Experts. Back after this on Talk 1370. Talk 1370's Ask the Experts. Today we're talking the alphabet soup of Medicare. Our guest is Aaron Holmes with Medicare Supplement Center. Whether you need to enroll in Medicare for the first time, you're looking at your available options, or you're just wanting to review your coverage, open enrollment is here. It's the time to do it. Give Aaron and his team a call, 888-876-8798, or log on to Medicare Supplement Center. Dot com and they'll be happy to help you out. Aaron, we were talking before the break about, as I said, the alphabet soup, if you will, of Medicare. What is happening with Plan F? Is it going away? And if so, if I have a Plan F coverage right now, what happens? Well, that's the big question. In fact, there's a lot of confusion in the marketplace. I actually had someone call me a couple of days ago that told me that Plan G was going away. Well, Plan G is certainly not going away. And F, yes and no is going away. So Plan F is not going to be available for people turning 65 after December 31st of this year. What they're doing is they're phasing away the two plans, which are F and C, that have first dollar coverage. There's not a lot of Plan C uh, policies out there. Plan F is the big one. The bottom line is if you have a Plan F right now, you can keep it. If you're already 65, if you turn 65 before December 31st, on or before December 31st, you can buy one after January 1st. The people who it's not going to, Plan F is not going to be available to are people turning 65 after December 31st this year. So again, the government decided that they wanted to get away from from first dollar coverage. And if you have a plan F, you know what I mean? You, you, that means your deductibles are covered. So the first day you walk into the doctor's if you walk in on, you know, 6 a.m. on January 1st uh, with a plan F and Medicare, then you pay nothing because everything's covered if it's a Medicare approved expense. So, yeah, um, that's that's an important question for people uh, that have a plan F. Now, you know, I think there's some marketing out there that's trying to scare people to call and and do something when actually they can keep their plan F if they're happy with it. Yeah, definitely a lot of marketing, a lot of confusion out there, <laughs> yeah. and and definitely something that uh, you know as you're reviewing your coverage, you want to make sure you've got an expert on your side. Aaron Holmes is that expert. Eight 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 seven six eighty seven ninety eight. He's been doing this for more than fifteen years, so he knows what he's talking about. He'll be happy to take a look at your particular situation, your particular needs, and make sure you have the right coverage for your particular situation. Aaron, how do I know if I'm paying too much for my Medicare supplement coverage? Medicare supplements, just like everything else, Medicare supplement rates are always going up. And I I think in the last, since I've been doing this, I think twice, shockingly, insurance companies actually lowered the rates a couple of times. Um, That was just in some specific cases. But really every year you're seeing, you see rate increases, whether it's a couple of dollars because you because you're a year older or a few dollars because of what they want to call it a cost of living or just the the cost of the underlying block of business the rates go up and for my insureds you know i have some that call me every year just to double check their rates but i uh, want to make sure mine are in line so at least every three years after the third year i'm contacting my insureds and 
making sure that the rates are still competitive. So I would say if you had the same policy for, for three years, you ought to check around and see see what the current rates are. And be careful what website if you were going to go online to, to check rates, because once you put your information in, if you there's some websites that, you know, they're going to sell your information to 10 different companies for $7 a piece, and you'll get a, a bunch of companies contacting you over the phone and over the internet. So, you know, I, I think if you use an agent like me that, that you're familiar with or you know, that you're going to deal with specifically that can give you competitive rates. That's, that's probably the, the wisest choice. But the other thing I would say is, you know, if you're, if you're paying over a couple of hundred dollars a month for your Medicare supplement, that, that would also be a good sign that you may be paying too much for your Medicare supplement because in Texas, most policies you can get, most plan G's or plan N's, you're, you're a lot closer to 150 or even a hundred dollars a month. So if you're paying $200 a month, that'd be another good sign that maybe you're paying too much for your Medicare supplement. Briefly, as our audience is trying to navigate this sea of terminology and just in the interest of trying to lay down a foundation here, let's briefly talk about Medicare Advantage plans, how they work and so on. Medicare Advantage plans, I, I said this earlier, Medicare Advantage plans, if you join one or get on one, you're you're basically agreeing to have your health care contracted out, So, which isn't a bad thing. They, they're a great fit in the marketplace in, in some cases. In most cases, they, they're in the form of an HMO or a PPO type plan. So they really, they're going to look more like what's being offered in the workplace for someone on a, on a company policy where you would have co-pays, co-insurance, you know, out-of-pocket maximums. And, it, you know, if it's an HMO, it's a health maintenance organization. So they would hand you a, a list of doctors and hospitals that, that you need to go to. And if you go outside that list, then they're not going to pay anything. A preferred provider organization there's a preferred provider list. If you go to that preferred list, then then they will pay more for your coverage. If you go out, if you're out of that preferred list, then you're going to be responsible for more. So again, they typically are going to have copays uh, for office visits, lab work, surgeries, uh, copays for hospital stays. So it's going to look more like what you might have had when you were in the workforce. Our guest is Aaron Holmes, Medicare Supplement Center. Medicare open enrollment is here. It's definitely time to, whether you're enrolling in Medicare for the first time as you turn 65, or you just need to review your coverage, or maybe you've got a loved one that you're uh, concerned about and need to take a look at what their coverage is. Aaron's ready to help. He and his team are available. Just give them a call, 888-876-8798, or log on to MedicareSupplementCenter.com. Aaron, let's talk about Part D coverage a little bit. If I don't take any prescriptions, do I still need it, or why should I get Part D coverage? My father-in-law is a, is a good example of this. He did not take any prescriptions, but he always had a prescription drug plan. And, and here's what I told him. There's two disadvantages to not having a Part D plan. As, as we talked about earlier, the only time you can get a you can make a change is between October 15th and December 7th. So if you didn't have a Part D plan and you got outside that window, let's say in February, February rolls around and your, and your doctor prescribes an expensive medication for you. Well, now you're outside that October 15th to December 7th uh, open enrollment period. So you can't do anything. You're, you're on your own for the rest of the calendar year until December 30 or until January 1st of the following year rolls around. So one, you risk having, a, having prescriptions that, and no coverage for the upcoming year. The other thing that a lot of people uh, aren't aware of is they penalize you, I say they, um, Medicare will penalize you for not purchasing a Medicare uh, Part D plan if you one day buy one. So, for example, um, 
for every month you could have had a Part D plan and didn't buy one, they penalize you 1% on all future Part D premiums. So let's say you sat it out for two years. Uh, that's 24 months. So, and then you finally bought one. Well, they're, they're going to penalize you 24% on all future Part D premiums, you know, indefinitely. It's, wow. it's not for one month. It's just, it's permanent. It's a permanent 24% uh, penalty. And they base that on the average uh, average price of Medicare Part D plans uh, for that year. And I think for last year that it was uh, around 35 cents per month. So, that's that's the that's the downside is is uh, is being penalized. And what I what I told my father in law, what I what I told people, is just just get an inexpensive plan. I mean, there's plans out there this year for fifteen dollars. Just buy an inexpensive plan, have your foot in the door in case you need it, and avoid long term penalties. And just pay fifteen dollars a month for a Part D plan. Briefly, in just a couple of minutes we have left, uh, let's touch on some of the things that Medicare doesn't cover. Yeah. You know, so Medicare actually covers if you're if you're covered under original Medicare, you know, when I talk to seniors, anything that's uh, medically necessary, you know, I don't seniors never call me and tell me, you know, that something that was medically necessary was denied or Medicare wouldn't cover it. it anything that's not covered by Medicare from what I've when I've talked to people is um, potentially some preventative care things that that aren't done on an annual basis like when you're uh, on Medicare, Medicare is not going to, to cover a colonoscopy every year, or it's not going to cover a mammogram every year. They have a schedule for that. So uh, if you see some, your doctor asking you to do some, some preventative things more than, you know, on a more than regular basis, I guess, or on a, a lot, then you might want to ask them. In fact, I would, be, I would always be asking, okay, just, I just want to make sure this colonoscopy or this mammogram will be covered under uh, preventative care for, uh, under original Medicare. So that's, that's one area is preventative care. You'd want to be on the lookout for, Oh, you know, and some other things include like, um, you know, Medicare doesn't cover dental, doesn't cover dental or in most cases, in a lot of cases, just your, um, uh, you know, things related to like lenses and frames and, and contacts. Those are, those are generally not covered and anything that's anything this medically experimental, you know, if, uh, experimental cancer treatment, or if it's not a, approved by Medicare, then, then you're not going to see coverage for that. But you know, it's, as for someone that's as someone that sold Medicare supplements for for years to a lot of people, you know, I, people have always been real happy. I, I just rarely, you know, very rarely hear from someone that something wasn't covered and they were they were unhappy with their with their benefits. Medicare open enrollment is here. It's that time of year where whether you're aging into the point where you're eligible for Medicare or you already have coverage and it's time to review your options or you've got a loved one that maybe you're starting to take a look at their affairs and make sure that they've got the right coverage for them and help them with those questions. Aaron Holmes has the answers. Medicare Supplement Center, 888-876-8798, com. You might find out there's a Medicare supplement plan that fits your needs better than the one you currently have, and maybe at a lower cost. Aaron can help you with those answers, the right answers for your situation. Again, 888-876-8798, or log on to MedicareSupplementCenter.com. Aaron, anything else for our listeners before we wrap up today? No, that's good. I've really, really enjoyed this. Absolutely. And don't forget, if you have any questions for Aaron for a future episode, email us at AskTheExperts.com 
at talk1370.com. And of course, if you missed anything today, you can catch up with this episode and all of our Ask the Experts episodes at talk1370.com slash experts. Aaron, thanks so much for joining us today on Ask the Experts. Thank you. We'll talk to you next time right here on Talk 1370's Ask the Experts. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.